Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We're going to be talking about the fruit of patience. Write this down. Listen, let me explain something about life. Life, 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 people complicate life. They make it harder than it is. Stay in vision. Stay in the principles of heaven. Here's the big thing. It's easy. It's easy. Everybody, just catch me. I'm just flowing right now for a minute. It's easy to listen for a season. That's easy. Anybody can listen. Oh, I listen for a season. That ain't, that ain't going to do jack. You've got to be able to listen for a lifetime. Oh, I can really pay attention. Most people can't pay attention to what was already spoken. They've got to always hear something new. Most people can't. Well, tell me something new. No, 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 no. No, God's not going to repeat himself sometimes. Stay in what God said. You understand what I mean by that? Don't complicate it. Like this thing. Well, I was good. I listened for a season. No, you can't listen to for a season to God. You know what I'm saying? You got to listen to God for a lifetime. Does that make sense? Well, I had a hot season, like you know, '95 to '97. Man, I was burning it up. Okay, that's the problem here. It's 2000. You know, come on, let's go. You mean 2020 before you know it? Come on, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying here? Stay, stay connected to listen to God for a lifetime. Be a lifetime learner. And here's the big thing, too. Don't get so with God that, that you miss the moments, that you miss the moments of the relationship with God. Because you can't enjoy or embrace the process. Embracing the process is key because not always every season with God is easy. Come on, smile. You're doing so good. Amen. Don't Pastor Chris, you're like dropping weight on us. Yeah, I'm dropping little weight nuggets. But here's the thing. Well, I listen to God for a season. A season ain't a lifetime. You got to be a lifetime learner. Lifetime learner, lifetime listener, lifetime person of following instruction. Okay? People that follow instruction, that's how you get promotion. Amen? You listen with the, you listening to God, and God will take you to a whole new level, won't he now? Boy, he's so good, ain't he? God's a good God, ain't he? You understand what I'm saying? So today as we learn about patience, we got to understand what it is because it's the fruit of the spirit. Is that all right? But sometimes what happens to people is they get to a spot in life where they go, well, you know, they get a little bit kind of like, um, I don't know how to basically, oh, let me just tell you the way it is. What happens is they get a season of paying attention, but then they just take a season to go on autopilot. You can't go autopilot in this thing. You got to be a constant learner and a constant follower of instruction. And here's the hard thing. When it's not fun, that's when you got to follow instruction the most. Does that make sense? Like, and it ain't, this ain't fun. I want to get off this ride. Too late. You on. I always think of that when I go with the kids. You know, they want to put me on something that drops me from God knows where. Last thing we went to, I was like, I ain't going in that thing. You get in a tube. You got this thing. It's like a tube, like a coffin. You get in a coffin. I'm like, what do you do up in that tube? They're like, oh, it's cool, Dad. You get in it, and then the bottom falls out, and then you go flying like a rocket. I ain't going in that thing. Take your mother. No, you got to let it go, you wristband up. You know, like, put your thing, and you get a beep, and you get a time. My time's up. I ain't going on that thing, man. And then they torture you because you stand in a glass tube. Dude, I'll punch that dude. Like, press the button when I tell you press the button. Don't you, like, play games with me. I didn't go in that thing. Then they wait. They're like, maybe now. Maybe not. Maybe now. Bro, maybe I'm going to punch you in the head. I didn't learn about patience till next week. Leave me alone. And then they get in there, like, boom, and then the bottom fell out. I was like, you're crazy. Pay money to be tortured. I'm not doing that. Nah, I went to the kiddie pool. I hung out in the kiddie pool. I did. You think I'm kidding? I was just chilling. 
Yeah, go ahead, God. All you crazy people go fall out the building. Nah, man, I believe in gravity. Preacher said that last week. Gravity's in effect. Nah. I ain't going, don't want to go, don't want to know, no, right? But ain't that something else? Sometimes you get in these positions, sometimes in life, you, you, I want off. I don't want to go through this process. If you don't go through the process, you don't find the promotion, and you don't find spiritual growth. Write this down, very important. God could care less about your comfort. He cares more about your character, okay? God doesn't care about comfort. He wants character. Character development is key because character development lets you and me grow to a whole new level. So here we go, ready? Patience, what is it? How do I develop it? It's a fruit of spirit. Everybody says, oh, God, please, I don't want to learn about it, right? Everybody thinks, like, patience is bad. So did I, but let me explain to you what patience is. It is a fruit of the spirit. You guys are doing great, man. This is where you grow as a Christian. Growing in the fruit of the spirit, man, means you're maturing as a Christian. Isn't that cool? Don't you want to be a mature Christian? You know, like, man, I can handle some things in life because I'm maturing in God. It's not always easy, but God promised he'd be faithful so it's really cool, so we're growing. We don't do everything right. Church ain't about being perfect. That ain't church. Church is about trying to reach another level of spirituality while I'm fighting through and navigating life. I don't do everything right, but I do things pretty close to good as I can, and sometimes I miss the mark, but it's okay. So what's patience? The word patience comes from this. It's two words stuck together. Here's the meaning. When you put these two words together, it means this. Write this down. This is patience. Now, patience ain't being cool in traffic because God knows I passed that test. Not. 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 Not me. I thought it was like, you know, you just got to be cool in traffic, just chill. No, that ain't patience. Thank God that ain't patience because I'm, I'm not going to heaven if that's patience. Forget it. Right? Because I got I to get there now. Right? When you put these words together, it's the picture of a person who was under a heavy load but has resolved that they will stay put in one spot regardless of how hard or heavy that load gets. Did you get that? Patience. When you put these two words together, patience is this. I've come to this position that I'm going to stay under a heavy load no matter what. This person is thoroughly, who knew this? A, thir- a patient person is this. You got more patience. You know what I found out today? I got more patience than I thought I did. I'm a master of patience. Okay, prove it. This is what the Greek word means. What does it mean? This person is thoroughly committed to maintain his position. Patience. Look, dude, this is the true Greek meaning of the word patience. I'm telling you, it's true. Right? I got the Greek word. I don't know. It's all Greek. It's a hopo menio. <laughs> menio, hopio, whatever. I speak Italiano. Hey. This person is thoroughly committed. I don't even know what these. Why do I got to know what the Greek means? Here's the definition. It means they get under a load and they stay there. Right? This person is what? Thoroughly committed to maintaining his position. He will stay in that spot as long as it is necessary for him to achieve victory. He is intended on standing by his commitment regardless of the cost he must pay. Nothing can sway or move him to change his mind. He is not going to relinquish his territory. It's like bulldog faith. It is a faith that manifests through steadfast, resistant, persistent, obstinate, Stubborn, tenacious, 
spirit that refuses to let go of what it wants to believe. Patience implies maybe sometimes walking through a season of pain or suffering, enduring or waiting as a determination of the will and not simply under necessity. I've already made a will. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? As such, what's that mean? We wait patiently. But here's the key I want you to know. So what does it mean? It's a picture of a person who's under a heavy load, but his resolve, what? That I'm going to stay put in one spot regardless of how heavy he gets. So I showed him in the morning service. I think this is a great analogy. This is patience. Okay? Patience says this. No problem. I'm going to stay put right here. And go ahead. Put it on. This is patience. Sack it up. Put it on top. I'm okay. Whatever you put up there, I hold. And I'm not moving. What if it gets heavy? I don't care. I ain't going nowhere. Patience stays put. Patience is under it, under the pressure, but I'm not going to let the pressure buckle me down. I'm going to stand here in one spot, not move, not change my mind, not deviate from the word of God, not come out of it, not walk away from it. I'm going to allow the pressure of it, I'm going to allow the pressure of it to be there. But I ain't moving. Well, quit. No. Stop. No. Go backwards. No. Change your mind. No. Do something different. No. This is patience. With the weight of it, I'm not going nowhere. With the weight of it, I'm not budging. I got my feet here, and I got it. You press, throw that tissue box on, throw whatever you want, throw. You think life's coming, but I'm not budging. Pressure's going to come, but I'm going to stand there because I have patience. It bears up under it and holds it and maintains it. See, that's the key. See, we think patience is being cool in traffic, but patience is coming up under something and standing there. You seeing it? So now what's the word of God say about it? Because it's important. That we like, you got to understand what it is. How are you going to know if you're doing it if you don't know what it is? So it's, un, it's an unmovable force that's going to stay there because I got patience. I got time. Two time don't mean nothing to me. If you get anxious, let me tell you, people don't fail on the faith side. They fail on the patient side. Oh, I got to believe, but I don't have patience. That's why people quit on promises, because they believe something, and then they go, oh, now I got to wait. Well, guess what? You're going to have to wait a little bit, but if the wait is going to wear you out, you ain't going to have the faith to finish it. That's what people say. I don't need that stuff that bad. I don't need it that bad. No, you need it. Amen? So you got to have patience and wait for it. Don't get anxious. Don't get weary and well doing. Look at these scriptures. You ready for this? Look at this, Luke 8, 9. This is a parable of the sower. These are they by the sower. And the disciples asked them, saying, what might this be in this power? This is a parable of the sower. Remember Mark chapter 4? These are they by the wayside, such as hear the word of God. The sower sows the word. Look what it says in like verse, what is it, 14 I gave you, I think, right? I think it is. But, yeah, that, but that good ground, which tests the honest ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But that one on good ground, remember he said you sow the seed, good ground, bad ground, good soil, bad soil. He said, but that on good ground are they, which in an honest good heart, having heard the word, keep it in what? Bring forth fruit with patience. You see it? So it's hearing the word of God, 
putting it in your heart or your spirit, hanging on to it even when you don't see it working, and let it bring forth the fruit of patience. It, remember this. Patience must be grown like a fruit of the spirit. Okay? How many got fruit tree in your yard? I got an orange tree. Right? How many got orange? How many ride by you see got an orange tree or you got some kind of fruit or you grow? How many grew something at one time in your life? You grew something, right? Right? I got an orange tree in the backyard right now. You know what it's like? Little green rocks. Yeah, the little round green rocks. You ain't getting no oranges out of that mess. That thing ain't even a jacked up lime. It's like a piece of junk. It's like a rock. I play baseball with it. It's useless. Why? It's not in its season yet. It's got to develop fruit. Jesus got on Peter. Remember he saw Peter say, come to a fig. Is Jesus weird? Come to a fig tree in the season and times when it has no figs. That makes no sense. Why would you go there? Because I'm trying to teach you faith. He was trying to get Peter to be developed in a faith that he should have already been developed in. He was talking about the undeveloped tree like he was talking about Peter's undeveloped faith. You should say unto the mountain by now, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not die. But you're not developed yet to have the God kind of faith. You need to be working on this because there's going to come a season when you've got to have the fruit. Now, listen, this is what's important. Why do you need to develop the fruit? Because when the pressure of the next season comes, you can't manifest it. You can't manufacture it. Are you seeing it? You can't stay in this process now because you're going to need this process later. You might not know now why, but when you do need it, you're going to have to be developed in it because if you're underdeveloped in it, you're not going to maintain the next level God has for you. See it? I got to be doing Why did you go to school? They got flashcards, right? Two plus two, four, three plus three, six. Why do you think they do that stuff? Repetition to develop you for your future. God's doing it too. He wants you to grow. Look, I'm not as good as I should be, but I'm getting better than I used to be. Come on, guys. Right? Are you growing in patience? Come on, you see it? Well, I'm not too patient, Pastor. Well, praise God. It's a fruit you got to develop. It's okay. We're all developing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I have not arrived. Nobody's arrived. So what are we doing? We're growing. So when we see it, I get it. You know, somebody called me this week, right? It was funny. And they said, man, I'm, I'm really there. And I said, don't worry about it. It'll be all right. It'll be cool. But he said, I said something so good. He said, I could have really messed this up. That's a win. But I didn't. I said, there we go. I held my tongue. Good. You see it? I'm getting this pressure under me, but I'm not letting this pressure break me. I'm getting under this pressure, but I'm not going to say something different. I'm hitting the wall. But I'm not going to, come on, guys. I'm in this pressure, and how I used to think, I don't think no more. When I was in the pressure, I used to just cracking. No, I'm not cracking. I'm standing. Pressure's not telling me what to do. I'm going to tell pressure what to do. Because I got patience. Patience is a force. It's a force of faith, guys. You see it? And you're growing. And you're, you guys are doing so good because you're growing in it. You're growing in it. You're growing in it. You say, Pastor Chris, I don't know if I'm growing in it. You are growing in it. Because you're not reacting like you used to react six months ago. You know what I'm saying? You're not responding like you were a year ago. You're growing. Why are you growing? Because I forced the culture of this place to grow. That's a lot of people. I don't know if I like being around there. You don't like being around here. You don't like growing. You want to have mamby-pamby baby Christianity. You want to go to country club? Oh, I go to the church. You go to country club. They call it a church. It's a joke. You ain't getting challenged at nothing. Do you feel good? Do you feel loved? Do you feel loved? 
You should, yeah, you feel love, but you got to grow, man. I told you, man, I'm telling you right now. Everybody, I want to go to church on Sunday and shout. Yeah, and then cry Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come to church on Sunday and shout. Nah, eh, not here. I'm going to teach you on Sunday. Pay attention real good. Take real good notes. And then you can shout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come back Sunday, I give you more instruction. So you can shout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And when the devil shows up, oh, I don't believe in the devil. That's because you're dizzy. He's real. He's out there. And he shows up and starts talking to your head about how crazy you are. You go and say, oh, bro, you you messed up. You messed up. I've been irrelevant. You messed up. Messed up. Don't get my. Don't make me take the coat. What? You messed up. You try to get in my mind. You pick a fight with the wrong dude. I bind you. I bro. Oh, well, did you learn that on Sunday? Come on, man. You gotta win this thing in between here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I got. I feel so good in church. That's because I dominate this atmosphere. I make this atmosphere clear so you can hear from God. How you do that? Make it, obey me. What in the world? What planet is this dude from? Another planet, bro. I thought I was just going to church. Just talking, talking about atmosphere. So, yeah, I make it peaceful in here and clear. The demonic does not li- like the atmosphere. Yeah, I can't. So what I do, I give you, this is an open heaven when you walk in here. That's why God down, that's why you better pay attention. Listen, I'm going to give you spiritual one-on-one. When you're in here, God will speak things to you. This is so good, you better pay attention. When you are in here, God will speak things to you that now you have to maintain outside of this building. It's not going to be easy to maintain outside of the building with you here within the building. Because within the building, I'm controlling the environment. Does that make sense? You're going to think great thoughts about you in here. You're going to look at yourself and feel so good because you are. Because you're awesome. You're awesome. And you got greatness inside of you. And you're going to do great things. And your kids are going to do great things. And your life's going to change. And you're going to walk out the door and the devil's going to say, you really think you are what that dude said you are? You really think you could do what that dude said you can do? You think that joker knows what he's talking about about you? You really believe? You're going to say, I believe every single word he said about me because he didn't say nothing about me that that book didn't already talk about me. Amen. He didn't come up with an opinion about me, an idea about it. He just tell me what the Bible said about it. And I believe him more than I believe you. And you go out there and win. That's what happens here. You see it? And you see it and you run with it. So your character's getting developed. Everybody's getting worked on. If you ain't getting worked on, you'd be dead. Praise the Lord. All right, man. Come on, you're growing. Look right here. You see this? Patience is a force that overcomes tribulation. Look at Romans 5 and 1. Oh, my God. Here's the, ba- here's the only negative about this. The only way to develop patience is problems. <laughs> kind of like this. Pressure. It happens. Write it like this. The only way to grow in patience is through tribulation. How are you going to walk in love unless somebody's yelling at you? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Come on, everybody's all cute, but, you know, come on, right? Oh, you married people know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm saying? All right, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. We in love. Yeah, love will wear off. <laughs> now you got to deal with one another. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. So... No, 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 no. You go so right. Go so like, oh, we're we 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 love one another. 
beloved. Nowadays, good. You know what I found out? It's easy to get along when people agree with you. The minute agreement ends, we are on a borderline of trouble if we're not careful. Are you ready for this one? Submission begins where agreement ends. Yeah, write it down. <laughs> Submission begins where agreement ends. So when we stop agreeing, that's when somebody's got to submit. That's like cussing in church, ain't it? Right there. <laughs> Feel how quiet it got in this Presbyterian church? Submission. Do you want me to submit? Yeah, everybody got to submit to somebody. Sometimes I'm a lonely man. I feel like I'm all by myself. Encourage, encourage me once in a while, will you? <laughs> Come on, it's true. Agreement, when it's ended, submission has to become activated. Well, I don't agree. Well, I don't really care. Somebody got to give, right? So what happens is you're in relationship, and now you're in love or whatever you are, right? And you're like, well, now, now. Hi, bye. You made me mad. Well, how you ever go? How in the world are we going to see if you can walk in love if you never have to walk in love? Did that make sense? How are we going to know if you could overcome opposition if you never have any? All right, everybody, look at me because y'all, y'all. How do we know you're going to walk in love if everything's just rose petals all day long? You know what I'm saying, like. Should we be fighting? Yeah. If you ain't fighting, something wrong with you. I had just one guy with oh, we don't fight about anything. I'm like, bro, you got a bump in your carpet so big because you've been sweeping all that junk under the rug. You ain't walking through your house like, boom, and fall, take a head for a ride. You got to be junk somewhere, bro. Are you with me? Why do you think opposition shows up? It's a test to see if you're ready for promotion. What you going to do when they're cussing you out? What you going to, hello? What you going to do when your critics show up? Your critics are showing up, bro. Everybody got them. I got them too. You got preacher critics. You didn't know that? Oh, there's dudes in this town preach the gospel. They don't like me. Some of you know who they are. They don't like me. I told them I'll fight every one of them, knock them all out, but they don't want to fight me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I would. But no, I'm just kidding. Come on, lighten up. Well, you guys are no fun today. You're not laughing. You're really like, oh, he's going to talk about patience. I don't want to hear about patience. Nobody wants to hear about patience. Nobody wants to hear about patience. But I told you it's the thing with the chair. It's not the thing like in traffic. So there's guys in church. I know they don't like me. Got other guys, one guy, I know some guys, like they talk about you. And they, they what are you going to do when somebody falsely accuses you? Got to bless people. What are you going to do when they cuss you out? You don't think they're going to cuss you out? They're going to cuss you out, bro. Your critics are going to show up out of nowhere. Unjustified nonsense. Did you ever see it? So how are you going to count it all joy when you fall in the various trials and tests, knowing that the testing of your faith works patience? Isn't that James chapter 1? We're going to go there. We'll go after this one. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Ain't that cool? Now watch this, right? By whom also we have access by faith in this grace where we stand. Yay. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Yay. Everybody say yay. Yay. And not so only, but we glory in tribulation. Yay. Everybody say yay. yay. You do not glory in tribulation. You get so mad and want to cuss. Come on. Now what? Great. Being a Christian. Wonderful. Come on, right? They told me it was going to be good to be a Christian. I was better off being a heathen. And God saw, right? 
And God solely, not all, I can't even read. And not only so, because my mind just got like, woo, I felt it, right? Didn't you? Like, right? And not only so, but we glory into, who glories? Yay! Trouble. Tribulations, trials, tests, and pressure. Who gets excited about pressure? But here's the thing. You guys notice, if you're going to do anything for the kingdom, it's always going to be within the pressure. You don't grow outside of pressure. So you got to have to stay in it, right? That knowing that the tribulation works what? There's the opposite, see? So the only way to grow the patience of patience, the patience, the, the only way to grow the fruit of patience is through. See? And that's just pressure. It's not, and, hey, hey, it ain't God. God don't put you through nothing. Don't you blame God. Well, God put me through the ringer. God don't put nobody through the ringer. A bunch of people preaching stuff like how God, God don't put you through nothing because he cannot be tempted with evil, nor does he tempt any man. We got to go to James chapter 1. Look, go to James chapter 1. You need to see this. Very, very important because people, you can't fight where you don't know. You can't fight if you think it's God, and that's how the devil tries to get it. Well, God's teaching you. God ain't teaching you jack. God teaches you through the word of God, not trouble. The devil brings trouble to see if you'll quit. God does never put you through the ringer. Never. Well, how come I got to go through? Because everybody got to go through to grow. James chapter 1. The devil brings drama. The, the, the devil brings drama. God brings peace. You understand? And faith. And you overcome it. James chapter 1. Start with verse 2. Okay? Please. My brethren, count it all joy. Ain't that nice. We'll read in the Amplified after this. Count it all joy when you fall into what? Diverse temptations. Let's see what the Amplified says for verse 2. Can you go back? Can you pop it? I'm really working you, Kaylee. You're doing great. Amen. Kaylee, you like when I gave the thing about the plane today? Right? Axes and roll and lift and thrust. I knew all that stuff. That was like, because I got a buddy. He's like an aerospace engineer. Straight up, right? He's smart. That joker is brain. He got like 40 points off the SATs. Like, I was like, whoa, you're smart. And I was one day, I was asking about how a plane goes in the air. I don't know how it happens. Lift, roll, axe, thrust. I said, dude, I'm... I'm just taking Delta. Leave me alone. I was like, what is what? Roll, lift. It was, but see, that's how you overcome gravity. You know what I mean? You, you understand the laws of gravity, and then you alter them, and then you can use it. You see it? That's, like the, that's what I was saying about the giving. Or she go to Emory That's why I said that. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various trials. Well, ain't that nice? See that, right? How many of you feeling better about your problems now? You know what I'm saying? Like, whew. all right, cool, man. Maybe I'm not that far out of the will of God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> right? right? Look at this. Let's, go see, let's see what 3 says. They got, Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity. See it? And inner peace. Ain't that cool? Isn't that good, though? Right? Isn't that good? Keep going. Look at this. Keep going. Go, look, look, look. Five is good. If any of you lack wisdom, he's going to say this, right? Go to, what did we read that? Yeah, did we read that? Yeah. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or, or a circumstance, he is to ask God. He, he gives benevolently. You know what that means? He's a gracious giver. Look at this. Look at verse 6. We even go to 6. Let him ask in faith because God doesn't give nothing to anybody that doesn't ask in faith. Okay? Without doubting God's willingness to help. The one who doubt is what? A billowing sail or something like that it says. I remember that. Something like that. Surge of the sea that is blown away and tossed with the wind. Now watch this. Can you go to verse um, 12? Just skip on down because we're going to time sake. You guys get taking notes? Look at verse 12. 
You pulling that in? Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favor of God is the man who what? Steadfastly, under trial, perseveres when tempted. Did you get that? Go slow, go slow. You guys absorbing that? You reading it? It's the Bible. Bible interprets itself. You don't have to be all cute and cool up here. Like, oh, I'm going to show you what, oh, homiletically what I think. Who cares homiletically what I think? The Bible interprets itself. I could give you, yeah, I could give you revelation into it, but that's what it says. It says, okay, good, I got it. Watch 13, it gets better. Watch 14, really makes sense. Keep going. For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Now watch 13. You better get 13. Don't forget 13. Never forget that. Let no one say we are tempted. I'm being tempted for God. For temptation does not originate from God, but from our own flaws. Now I'm going to show you something here. Those flaws, meaning lust, are temptations that come from the outside. It's not that you're flawed. I'll explain it. It's not that you're flawed, but you have a lust. And lust just means, lust isn't sex. Understand that. Lust just means you want something in a season of life. You shouldn't really get it. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to be careful with that. You got to know the timing of a matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not always bad stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you need patience. You're probably not ready. Everybody thinks they're ready. He's not. Oh, I'm ready. No, you're not. It's, you, the more you grow, the more you know. Because whatever you're not ready, let me tell you something right here now. Whatever you're not equipped in when you step into that, I told them in the morning service, don't you ever, ever do this. The biggest mistake you can make in your life. Get out of the season with God and grab something and try to pull it in the season you're in. You are in trouble. Because all you're going to have is pain. Stay in the timing. Stay in God's timing in everything. It's, it's, it, it, come on, he put the stars in the sky. You don't think he's got you on his mind? He knows everything in the right time. But here's the thing. Most people can't embrace the now because they want to get here. Only thing you get with wanting to go down here is you miss the moment and you got to embrace the moments. That's why God gave you relationship. It's important. That's why we keep pushing you. Get good relationships. Get good godly relationships. Because everybody's on a journey, and when you're doing the journey with other people, it's more fun. Because you feel sane. You know what I'm saying? You're on a journey. You're going from here to there. And when you do life together, you're like, hey, man, we're all going through the same thing. This is cool. Business guys all got the same problems. Businessmen and women got the same problems. Same problems. It's easy. So what do you got? Guys that got things, it's like stuff. So you see that? But God can't be tempted with evil. So what's that mean? So God ain't putting me through this. Pressure's bringing this to see if I'm going to quit. But you guys ain't going to quit because just like the chair, you're going to stay there, right? Amen. Now look at this. Look at verse 20, uh, Romans 8, 24. You got to have patience and wait for it. With patience, we wait for it. Everybody say, wait for it. Look at your neighbor, say, wait for it. Look at your other neighbor, look at your other neighbor say, wait for it. That wasn't loud enough. Look at him again. Wait for it. Good. Doesn't it feel better? You gotta wait for it sometimes. For we are saved by hope. We are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. Man, I, I'm telling you, listen to me. This is so important. For we are saved by. Hey, listen, guys. God, God, God knows everything there's a time and everything there's a seasons in life. Okay? Why are we talking about patience? Because here's the problem. If you don't realize this, sometimes what will happen, you'll get a tainted opinion about God that's not true. God loves you, man. He wants you in the right seasons of life at the right moment in life because he's got a timeline for everything. It's kind of like this. Here's the thing. Here's your destiny. Here's your destiny. And here's your growth. You want them to hit right on time. 
Because if one speeds up after the other, you got to make up the difference. See, watch, because when it hits, you got to be ready. Patience, man. You know what patience does? Man, you don't, you, be, you become, I, I like to say this, patience has made me a non-reactor to circumstances. You become a non-reactor. Like, I'll get phone calls, like, okay, we got one. It was a little hot this week, and I'm not trying to pressure you. We went through death and life is staring us in the face. You get a phone call, and it's like, they're telling you, live or die, pretty much. I'm like, no, we live. We always live. I don't move by the action. I move the action. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be, I know that's sensitive. But you go, what are we going to do? I know exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and when we're going to do it and how we're going to execute it. How do you know that? Bible told me. And I'm not going to be moved by fear. I'm going to move fear. Fear ain't moving me. I'll move fear. Tell fear move. You don't, you don't get to dominate here. See? That takes time. Patience. You don't let it tell you what's going on. You tell it what's going on. Now, you, Jesus was a master of it. Who do you, hey, Jesus, he, who do you say that I am? He's cool, man. Jesus is the coolest dude you've ever seen in your life. He is slick, kind of cool. Slick don't even sound right, but he's just cool, man. He's just cool. It, you the son. That's who you say. That's if you say If you say that's Man, I would have been screaming at him, right? If that's who you say I am, whatever. Cool. He just smooth. Are you the son of God? Say what you want to say about me. You tell me who you are. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> uh, who do you think that I am? Well, I'm whoever you think I am. He got, he's like Yoda, man. He's playing with everybody's head. You know what I'm saying? He got everybody messed up. Like, I, 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 they got frustrated with him. Gave him away. Take him away. Put him somewhere. They didn't know how to deal with that. Are you seeing? You're becoming calmer. Patience is making you be able to handle that thing. Look at this scripture. This, this one, I like this. This is, this is my, really cool. For we are saved by hope. I know it got saved by faith, but watch this. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for it? So if I got, if I got this mic, right, I want this mic. Do I need to hope for a mic? Why? I got a mic in my hand. I got it. I need a stack of money. I need healing. You need family restoration. You see that in my hand? Nope. Why do I yet hope for it? Watch 25. But if we hope for what we see not, then we, we then do we with patience wait for it. If it ain't in your hand, what do you do? You use faith and patience and you wait for it. You better put it together. It's Hebrews. We're going to go there. Watch this now. This is going to mess you up now. Now I'm going to show you the truth. Can I give you the, can I give you the key? Oh, you better pay. Everybody pay attention. Everybody look at me. You need to hear this. This is why you tongue talkers better understand why I want you tongue talking. Well, here he goes now. Now he's going to go out there, make us want to shun the little of Yeah, I'm going to make you shun all day. Look up at the board. Why you got to bring that up, preacher? Let me tell you right here now. You want to know why I brought it up? 
Because I'm smart enough to know without him, you ain't going to do it. You can't pull it off. I'm going to go out in real thin water here. I don't really care. I can walk on it. The guy that doesn't tell you about this stuff, that knows this stuff, knows that not telling you this stuff is keeping you defeated for the rest of your life. It's the God's honest truth, Daryl. Because you know why? If you, I don't know your weaknesses or your infirmities. Only he does. Read this with me. Pay attention and don't miss this. So important. Because if you don't understand the why, you'll never understand the what. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? Likewise, now did you get what I just said? Likewise, the spirit also helps my what? Or my weaknesses, right? So I'm weak in areas, correct? Right? For we know not what we should pray as we ought. That's King James real fancy for saying, you don't know how to pray, and the only he does. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Are you seeing this? So he, now watch this. So why do I need the tongues? Because when I go inside, I got weaknesses. I don't know what they are. Only he knows my weaknesses. Man, he knows your fears. He knows your flaws. He knows your thoughts. He knows your pain. He knows your heartbreak. He knows your, man, you can't lie to God. I know you share this stuff with people because people don't understand you. You can't share stuff with people. Hush your mouth. Let me tell you something. Somebody, that's your biggest problem. You talk to the wrong people trying to get advice from ding-dongs that don't know nothing. And you wonder why you get hurt. They don't know enough to tell you how to go nowhere. You cannot, you got to qualify people before they start speaking to you. You understand that? Wait, 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 now watch 27. Watch 27. Watch 27. And he, who's he? The Holy Ghost. That searches the hearts, knows what's in the mind and the spirit, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. So why do I got to flip the switch with the Holy Ghost? Get my weaknesses out of me. Let him pray out the weakness. You see this? That's why you take, I'm telling you, that's why you got to take the time to leave the earth and get in heaven. Because when you pray those weaknesses out, you start getting strong in areas you didn't even know you needed strength. Those questions you got about you, the second guessing you got about you, the can I build it you got about you, the can I do it I got about me, can I be what God said I could be. Man, when you flip that switch and build that inner man, that in, he's, like, he's like, you got cracks. You ever see cracks in a foundation? He's taking, he's, you're, you're taking mortar and I don't think I can. He's taking out the trial of faith. You don't believe you can? Now how great you are? You know the greatness you got inside of you? You know what kind of, oh my God. And he's like, and he just, and he starts, where it's weak, he starts feeling, I don't know if I can. You start, ba ba da ba. Guess what? I can do all things through Christ. You'll get so strong. It builds Jude 20. Jude 20, pop that up there. It's Jude 20. There's only one chapter in Jude. Write these down. Now you got to believe them. Jude 20. Building, uh, I know what it says in there. Building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. See it? Did you see it? She's going to pop it up there. Jude 20. You write it down. Okay? And then you get it. Building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Helps you with patience. But ye, beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. 
training in the what? Why you got to have that? So I can stay strong. Look at this one. Look at Luke 21, 19. Man, this is so good. Patience helps you possess your soul. Come on, you got a couple more minutes in you? George, you're doing good, man. Patience. Are you guys having fun? Are you smiling? Am I keeping you too long? You want to go home? You want to go home? I like you, man. He said, yeah. I like you. You new? Where are you from? You from Daytona Beach? Man, you, you going to stay with me? All right, I like that. I need guys like you. Honest. He's like, I really want to go home, but I'll stay. <laughs> I feel the same way, don't you? <laughs> don't you feel like that? Is this guy done? Man. Amen? Praise the Lord. Look at this. In your patience, possess your souls. In your patience, possess your soul. That means my patience will tell my mind, will, and emotion what the story is. Ready for this? I got it in two different translations. You could put it in the Amplified, Kaylee. That will help them. Look at this. ASV says this, in your patience you shall win your soul. Weymouth's translation says this, by your patience endurance you will purchase your lives. Patient endurance you'll purchase your lives. You'll buy it back. Ain't that good? How about this one? Amplified. By your patience endurance empowered by the Holy Spirit you will gain your soul. That means your mind, will, and emotions through patience will be controlled. You know what your mind's going to be like if you don't control it through patience? All over the joint. You want to know what your emotions are going to look like? You're like, yo, yo. I'm happy, I'm sad. I'm happy. Your emotions go all over it. Patience controls it. Mm -hmm. huh. mm. Don't get me going, bro. We'll be here all afternoon. I, I feel. Uh, God. Mm. Through patience and comfort of the scriptures. What's this one? Oh, John 15. One's a good one. You need to get that. Write that down. Did you write that down? So patience is going to control my soul. It's going to tell my soul. Tell my soul what's up. Amen? All right? Come on. Give me two minutes. I'll let you go. Ready? John 51. You're doing great. Amen? Uh, what am I going to do? John 51. What's the matter with me? Romans 15.1. I'm sorry. I'm all messed up. I am the vine and you are the branch. No. Not today. It's still the Bible, but, you know, it's not my scripture I'm using. What? Yeah, it works. When, yeah, yeah, right? Staying in God, that's going to take patience. We that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not ourselves, to please ourselves. Keep going. Let every one of us please his neighbor, for this is good to the edification. Watch this. We're going to keep going. Even Christ, please not himself, that it reproached him. Watch this. I want you to look at verse, yeah, go to verse 4. Perfect. Whatsoever things were written aforetime, now watch this, the Bible. Whatsoever things were written before were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So he gave you the word and patience to bring hope to your situation. Okay? Watch this one. I'll give you one more. You see this though? See why, this, see why I teach you the word of God? Uh, if you want to put that, if you, you want... Can you put that 15.4 in the Amplified? Watch this. For whatever was thus written in former days was written for our instruction that by our steadfast and patient endurance and the encouragement drawn from the scriptures, we might hold fast and cherish hope. See it? You see it? You want to go to the first part of it? 
For whatsoever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Isn't that cool? Patience. Everybody say patience. Hebrews 6 and 12. Was that Guns N' Roses? Yes. Come on. All we need is patience. Hebrews 6 and 12. You ready? Come on, laugh. Ha ha, funny. That was comical. You know what Guns N' Roses are? You know what they are? Good. Don't don't learn. It's bad. No, it's some crazy group. Amen. Did you get that one? Last one. Ready? Here we go. That you don't be slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit promises. You got to have faith, patience. Put them together like a sandwich. Faith, patience. What do you do? Come together. What happens when they come together? Get blessed. Faith and patience. Don't be slothful. Faith and patience. Inherit promises. You want those promises? Got to have faith and patience. Faith you find in the word. Patience we find in you. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. That was, a, that was the shot right there. You ain't never heard that before in your life. <laughs> faith we find from the word. Patience we find in you. You want to see it? Romans chapter 4. It's really easy. We're done. Go to Romans chapter 4. Let's just start with verse 17. I'm going to read through the dude, and then we're going to go. You all right? You guys did great today. Go to, like, Romans 4, 17. And did you get that? Where do we find it? And you. We find faith in the word, and we find patience in who? And you. And here's the thing. Just stay consistent in, just stay consistent in what you're doing. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Keep going. Before him who believed even God who quickeneth the dead. And call it those things that be not as though they are. You ready? 18. Here we go. Go. Who against hope believed in hope. Right? That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. 19. Watch this. Watch this. And not being weak in faith, considering not his own body now dead. When he was 100. This is Abraham and Sarah. Remember? Remember Abraham and Sarah? You all remember the story? He, they, didn't, they were waiting for Isaac. Right? They, they, had to, they had to produce a promise. So Abraham's in a place of faith and belief. He's trying to figure it out. And being not weak in faith, considering not his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. And when he was about 100 years of age, and then yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Keep going. Watch this. I was paraphrasing. Sarah's womb. Here we go. Everybody read it real slow. Okay? Read it. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Okay, Abraham, he's believing. Sarah, right? They're waiting for the promise. Isaac, the chosen child, right? Being 21, don't forget it. And being, you can play. We're good, man. And being fully persuaded that when he promised, he was also able to perform. You want to pop that in the amplifier? Just let me see it. And being fully, look at it. She's going to put it in the amplifier in a minute. And being fully convicted that God had the power to do what he promised. That's when he got it. 
You see it? He was fully persuaded. Does that make sense? Once you become fully persuaded that God can do what he said he can do, he can do it. That's what you got to do. He said, and after what? And being fully convinced that God had the power to do it, what he promised. You got to get the full persuasion of what God said he could do, he can do. The question isn't whether God can do it. The question is, do you believe he can do it? That's all you got to do. So how do I get to the place to believe God can do it? I, I, I walk with patience. Oh, you want to see it? Look, some of you are like, some of you are like there. You just got, you got to see this one. This one, this one will get you and then I'll, I'll let you go. Because you got to see this thing. Because sometimes what happens is like you got, you get a little weary in this thing and go, oh, man, I don't know if I'm hanging on, preacher. I'm about ready to pack it in. No, 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 you ain't packing nothing in. You're going to hang on. We're going to let you hang on because you got to hang on because here's the key. If you don't hang on, you, you let go. We can't, we can't do it. There ain't no other way to get this. Go here. Go to go to first John. I'm sorry, first, go to go go to first Peter 5, 6. First Peter 5, 6. I want you to see something, and then you, you got this thing, okay? And the faster we get there, good. Now look, everybody look up. Everybody give me three seconds of energy and your attention, and we're gonna go. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt you in due time. Remember this, number one, exaltation does not come from the hand of man. It comes out of the heart of God. God will tell you when your time's up. God promotes. No man can promote you. People look to be promoted. That's man-made nonsense. You want God to promote you. If God promotes you, he'll sustain you. Everywhere God brings you, he'll make you big enough to maintain. That's that God's honest truth. If you go there by yourself, you'll maintain it. God puts you there, he'll pay the ticket. He'll pay the ticket. I'm telling you, listen to me. Now, we'll keep going. Seven's very important. Keep going casting all your care upon him for he cares for you that's why i want you guys look at me that's why i want you guys seven eight times a day leaning over to god praying in the spirit worshiping god you got to learn how to cast your care you can't take last hour into the next hour it's too costly i want you for come out the shop i'm telling you how to do this you come out the shop you go i gotta take a break you walk out i just worship you jesus walk from one building to the next you're at the facility, you're at work, whatever the heck you guys are doing. I don't know what you do. You got fixing them boats? I got to get out of here for a minute. Walk. If you got that, good. If not, what do you do? I worship you, Jesus. I worship Jesus. I worship you. I worship you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I'm here. Thank you, God. Find something good. Find something good. I'm telling you, find them. So I said, the Word of God. Sometimes you can't even believe the Word of God. Think about your kid. Something good, something brings you joy. Think about your spouse. Think about something that makes. Think about a good. Think about something good. Think about your grandbaby. Think about somebody. Think about something. Think about something. You understand? Think about something good and shift your attention. You got to shift your attention because your head is trying to clog your wheel. Oh, I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And then you guys got the switch for the switch. Oh, you'll come back. Go back to go back to life. Man, you're going to be so good. Woo! You'll be gliding. Woo! What happened to you? I went to lunch. Woo! What you eat? Oh, I got food you know not over. You don't know. Did you have the pizza? Nah, I didn't have the pizza. What you have? What you, what you drink? I took a little drink of new wine. Hey, don't tell me you're drinking on the job now. You're getting in trouble. Amen. What kind of new wine you got? Holy Ghost stuff. Amen. It's 
high octave stuff. You don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. I got a little lightheaded at lunch. Praise God. Where'd you go, man? I got. I went. I went down there straight street. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm saying? What am I talking? About? Consciousness of God is what I'm saying. Consciousness of God. Look right up here. Come on, we're going. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Pop that up there, please. Let them see that. That first five, seven, and then we're gonna go a little bit further. Amen. Now watch this. Cast all your care upon Him, for He what? He cares for you. You see that? You see that? He cares for you. So not a life you don't know if people care. God cares. Watch this. So cast your care, for he cares for you. Now watch this. Watch eight. Now eight you got to get. Be sober, be vigilant. You got an adversary who walks about like a roaring devil, roaring lion, seeking whom we could destroy. That's the devil. He's a mess. Watch this. Whom resist, steadfast in the faith. Okay. Now pay attention here. You're going. Knowing this. Knowing what? That now watch the same afflictions or pressure is happening to everybody. That's what it's saying. The same afflictions are accomplishing your brethren that are in the world. So he's saying, resist the devil. Everybody got the same kind of pressure, just at a different level of life. Okay, I got it. That are in the world. Now watch 10. Get 10. You got you win. But the God of all grace, who has called us to eternal what glory by Christ, after you suffered. Nobody wants to read that part. I gotta suffer. Yeah, you're gonna have to go through some stuff, bro. Pressure. After you suffer a while with pressure. You understand? God's not doing it, but you got pressure. You got promises. You got pressure. You want to go to another level. You got pressure. You're in pressure jobs. You got pre pressure. You can't get out of it. But after you suffer a while, make you perfect, established, settled, strengthened. When you come out, to, that's what it is. Now, that means complete. Pop that in the Amplified. Give me 8, 9, and 10 in the Amplified just so they can see it. You did a great job, Kelly. I appreciate you so much. 1 Peter 5, 8, Amplified, Amplified. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. The enemy of yours is the devil. See it? Come on, read this with me. Come on, you're done. Come on, keep it, keep it, keep it. Watch, read it. He prowls like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking for to devour somebody, but he can't. Watch verse 9. My God in heaven, you got to get this. Resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, and immovable. Doesn't that sound like the chair? I am moving. Doesn't it sound like the chair? Hello? I'm going to break something by the day it's over. Right? But resist him. How do I resist him? Uh, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences. Watch. Uh, what? Suffering or being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You're not suffering alone. What's that mean? I got pressure. And you're going to make money? Let me tell you right here now. You're going to make money? You're going to get more pressure. You're going to live your dream? You're going to get more pressure. Anything you do, great, is going to produce more pressure. Greater you go up, more pressure you got. Altitude's funny, ain't it? The higher you get, what happens? More pressure. Come on. Experience by brother. Don't suffer alone. Now go to the next one. Watch this. After you suffered for a little while, the God of all grace imparts his blessing and favor who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ will himself complete, oh my God, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. I'm a, I, I, you're unmovable now. Woo! 
I don't move. I don't move. You see it? That's you. That's how it loves you. You see it? It's okay. Patience ain't a bad fruit, is it? Just keeps me unmovable when stuff happens. Okay, praise the Lord. You're growing in the place of patience. And patience and faith work together to bring promises. Amen. Stand up on your feet. You guys did great today. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, you did great. Look at your neighbor next to you and say, you did great. Come on, you did great today. That's a lot of word, man. I give you a lot of word in this place, you know. I think that's it. That's a lot of word, ain't it? Doesn't it make you feel good about pressure, though? Pressure. Stay in it, baby. Don't get out. I like it. I'm a pressure junkie. I got to get my golf game to figure that out, though. Get, get, fishing, I'm supposed to catch. I got a pressure, man. Amen. How about raising your kids? Woo, Jesus, help me, God. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Lift your hands to heaven. Just say this. Come on. Amen. Kids are so cute, ain't they? They're so cute, man. They wear you out, though, won't they? Woo, they get you, man. This one, I think I'm doing good. It goes to another level with the little ones, you know? I get good, I get good at it, you know? I'm doing really good. And then, oh, man, they sometimes, uh, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I got to I gotta reposture my head sometimes, you know? You got to do this. It's okay. You're doing good. You got kids? Y'all got kids? You got kids? Yeah, when you got kids, you're doing great. It's good because I thought, it, you, know what, you know what? People should tell you when you bring the kid home. It's borderline, like, insanity's like, right here. And being a parent's, like, right there. And nobody tells you this. All you people that went before us, you should have told us. So I'm telling you, you're doing great. Because you you're, if you're on the verge of thinking you're losing your mind, you're doing great. Wonderful. Praise God. Stay right there. Just stay leaning in. You're doing great as parents. I'm telling you. It's the truth, ain't it? It's true, ain't it? Don't you wish somebody would have told you? Oh, my God, man. They're like, oh, yeah, I take it home. You got a little basket. And you take it home in a little basket. They don't tell you nothing. It should have came with papers. should have came with instructions. Like, this thing could be volatile at any moment in time. Well, nobody told me that. Y'all need to go home. All right, ready? Just lift your hands up and say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for helping me grow in patience, develop the fruit of patience, and walk in faith and patience. I know it's the key for me receiving promises. Help me my patience. Let me develop the fruit and walk in the grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now put your hands down real quick. Every eye closed. Real, real still. Real, real still just for a minute. You're in here today. You don't know Jesus. You need to know him. If you're in here and you don't know him and you want to know him, I want you to slip your hand up and count to three. Nobody's looking around but me and it's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life. You're in here today say, I don't know Jesus, I want to know him. Or maybe you backslid, you want to come back. Maybe you never maybe never really made a step towards him. Make a step towards him right now. Count three, raise your hand. Ready? One, two, three. Raise it in the air, quick. Put it in the air, don't take it down. I'm not only me. Just put it in the air right now. Come on. You don't know him, you want to know him. Get it in the air now. Let's go. Nobody's here judging. Judge, no judgment thing. One, two, three, go. Bam. Good. Put your hand down. Everybody say this out loud with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for accepting me, coming to my heart, changing my life. From this moment forward, me and you are on a journey together. Teach me, help me, lead me, and guide me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together, clap, you did great. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.